Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. Welcome to Busy House Happy Home. Today I have Seanad from Stylush and she is in Wales. And a lot of her Instagram is in Welsh. It's incredible. But we have connected via Instagram and I am thrilled to be having this conversation with her. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Charlie, for inviting me. I'm so delighted. It's, it's going to be lovely. It is going to be lovely. Will you tell everybody a little bit about you? Okay, so I'm, um, I'm 54. Um, I'm a mum of three married to one having married for 20 uh 23 years i've got three children aaron and aaron lives in london and works in marketing uh, he is um and aaron lives with his partner um chloe who works at jp morgan down in canary wharf and then my second son he's he's a second year medical student in leeds and Nell, my youngest, um, she's studying veterinary um, biochemistry at Haparathams um, near Tilford. Wow. So, clever, yeah. clever children. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a stay-at-home mum when they were younger, weren't you? Yes, it was... It was a decision that we made because, you know, we have a family business. Um, we've got, um, you know, uh, holiday parks and, and, and cottages and so forth. So my husband was running, you know, the business. So um, I decided it would just it was just going to make life easier, basically, if I um, if I stayed at home and looked after the children and it kind of worked out really well um because as you know you've got your own kind of um you know business and your own um, holiday cottage and you know it's it's um it's hard work and i think um it, it just made life easier that i stayed at home and i really enjoyed it you know obviously there's ups and downs and there's the good side and not such a good side but as a whole i was really really happy um that we took that decision and that I was, I was able um, to spend uh, time with the children. But when they were little, I did do, you know, quite um, a few a freelance jobs is where I would go to offices and I thought, oh, jeepers, this is so lovely, you know, having a proper lunch break. <laughs> yes, a proper lunch break, yes. <laughs> and having warm coffee. <laughs> yeah, a real treat. So many people take those things for granted, but actually, as mothers, we know it's, yeah, it's yeah. a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But your background is music and drama, isn't it? Yes, well, I trained um, at the um, Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama in Cardiff um, as an actress. So I was acting for a few years and then I went to the production side um, and I lived in Cardiff and worked in TV for about 15 years um, and then married Gareth. Um, we used to go out together when we were in school because we, we literally, we've been brought up like two miles from each other. <laughs> oh, that is so lovely. So I then, um, so obviously, you know, I, I was going to leave Cardiff, so 
came back home um, and then had the children uh, very soon after. So I had basically, um, Aaron was born and then two and a half years later, Reese was born and 15 months later, Nell was born. So it was a very, very busy time, you know, and um, but felt extremely lucky that I was able to, um, you know, just to be home with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then, how did you get into what you're doing now? You know, it's 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 mad because I always tell the children, you know, like when your children are about 14, 15 and they go to careers meeting and they have to decide what they are going to do for the rest of their lives. And it's such crazy pressure. And I always tell the children, listen, I was 53 before I, I kind of found out, you know, what I wanted to do. Basically, what happened um, over lockdown, obviously, our business was closed, like most businesses. Um, and I was cleaning out my penthouse one day. And I don't know where this idea came from, but I thought, do you know what? It just occurred to me that on social media, there wasn't um, a Facebook group, like a private Facebook group, where we um, could discuss like makeup and skincare through the medium of Welsh. And I thought, well, it must be, it must be somewhere. So I kind of looked, I thought, no, there isn't. So I thought, you know, I'll just start this little group, this, this little private group, um, expecting about 30 people um, to join. And I, to be honest, I was, I was a bit embarrassed to start the whole thing because obviously I haven't got any background at all in anything to do with skincare or whatever. But I've, I've always been, um, I've always had an interest in skincare and in makeup. And, and you're so very, very glamorous and you look... Oh beautiful so I think you are perfect perfect fit for it because actually it's real and it's honest because it's you yeah I, I'm not uh, beautiful or glamorous I've just been to the hairdressers and I put it I slapped a bit of makeup on but I think you know um I started this group and it was crazy because in a few weeks it grew into about about five half thousand members on it we and you know they were they were they were well-speaking women from across the world and but I think the attraction was or the reason why people joined was it was like a discussion forum and it kind of felt quite safe a safe place yeah. um and also I think because you know I'm not 21 because <laughs> I'm a grown, mature mum of three. And I think maybe I, I was somebody then, because I'm just kind of a regular woman that people could identify with and think, well, yeah, you know, she kind of, although she doesn't know anything at all about um, skincare, really, but we can identify with her um, because she's just like us. And I think that's the reason why the, the, the group kind of, grew and then I started yeah and then I started another group called Stale which is um, Welsh for um, style um, and then started both groups on Instagram um, and then out of that then I thought what I really enjoyed was um, feeling that in, in, in a little way that I was helping women um, to maybe find themselves again, uh, women 
who might have lost their way because of you know various situations and I think it's true to say that every one of us at some point in our lives we kind of we lose our way maybe it's through you know bereavement divorce um, maybe you know maybe having teenage children maybe the menopause or what whatever the reason is I think everyone kind of loses their way and when I think when people lose their way, they they kind of lose interest in themselves. Definitely, they and- do. Definitely, and then you feel grotty, and then it's sort of it's a down a downward spiral actually, isn't it? And then you feel bad about yourself, and then you don't care at all, and then you let you know you eat whatever you want, so you pile on weight, and then you feel even worse, and nothing fits, and it's just yeah, I see it all yeah. the time. So I I just thought, you know, there is a business to be had out of these groups, groups, but I didn't know what, do you know what I mean? Um, But I thought if I'm going to start a business, I've got to start it now because it was then where I had kind of the traction and the interest, not in me clearly, but, you know, in what I was kind of, you know, doing. So I looked um, during lockdown, I kind of, I looked um, around and found this fantastic uh, course um, with the London College of Style and obviously the campus was closed uh, so they offered this course online so I I followed a course um, which is um, a, as a colour analyst yeah um, and then did another course with the London College of Style um, um, styling for women um, because yep. I found the styling for women obviously if I if I, if I was going to do colour um, I thought that wasn't going to be enough. So I yeah. guess styling for women. The two and, really complica- complement yeah. one another. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's nothing, and, 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 you know, and people say, and you're going to start a personal styling business in, in Llanuchlin, you know, out in the sticks in North Wales. Yes, and I think a lot of people thought initially that, um, you know, personal stylist was a thought you know, extremely posh people or extremely wealthy people and that it was unidentifiable or something that wouldn't be for them. But what I tell them is it's nothing at all to do with that. Is what I do is I, you know, I I don't advise anybody to go out and, and spend a lot of money on clothes. You know, everyone has a different budget. But what I'm all about is... Um, restyling what we've already got maybe adding just you know maybe just a brett on top or a little t-shirt and that would work that would make the rest of the clothes work without going out and buying a whole different outfit um and by just you know um just talking um on 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 my um on my instagram about you know the the ripple effect of just making that tiny, tiny bit of effort for ourselves, not for anybody else, but just for ourselves. And and instead of, you know, um, maybe concentrating on weddings or special events to kind of concentrate and treat every day as special and not in a, in a, in a weird way, but making that just a little bit of an effort for the everyday and for us every day. Because end of the day, most people see us in the co-op or most people see us in the post office. Do you know what I mean? And I think, you know, the way we 
look or the way we dress, it's a sort of non, it's it, it, it's a way that we um, communicate without using any uh, verbal communication. Yeah, yeah. Because whether we like it or not, and this is not that at all to do with judging people, but what, what, whatever, you know, whenever we like it a lot uh, or not, the fact that when, when we meet people, we come to some sort of conclusion about them. And this happens automatic in our, in our minds in like a nanosecond. We straight away kind of come to some sort of conclusion by thinking, oh my gosh, you know, they look really well. Oh my gosh, they look really tired. Oh my gosh, that scarf is beautiful. Or, you know, that colour looks really beautiful. You know, but that happens automatically. So that in itself is quite important, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. And I think, you know, just making those little touches, making a little bit of an effort, you feel better in yourself. You give off a more positive, happy aura and it, es and it escalates from there. Yeah, because in the day, it kind of it makes you feel more confident. And I think the ripple effect then on your family, maybe on your you know on on your work it's 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 massive isn't it do you know what I mean if you feel more confident you automatically feel happier and I think do you know what I know this sounds crazy because I work from home okay so do you know on a Sunday we kind of slob around in kind of slippers and a tracky bottoms and a hoodie and you know most of us don't make much of an effort on a Sunday and that doesn't make me feel very productive. So, you know, although I work from home and maybe nobody will see me because I live on a farm on the top of a mountain and maybe nobody will see me apart from, from Gareth, but I make that effort for myself because I feel more productive if I wear clothes that make me feel happier so yeah. you know I just do it for myself and for you know for my happiness and my sanity in a way do you know what I mean I know exactly <laughs> what you mean and do you know what it's not crazy at all um it's it I'm far more productive when I've got my when I'm properly dressed and I've got I've got my makeup on I do find I'm more productive cleaning if I'm in my workout gear and my trainers and then I have a kind of good blitz but then I like to go and have a shower, get ready for the day, even if it's mid-afternoon by the time I finished the dirty chores. But then I will get ready and put some makeup on, put something nice on, put a bit of little spritz of perfume. Just yeah. those little things make a big difference, don't they? Yeah. So this season of the podcast, we're talking, focusing quite a lot on Christmas because it's coming up quite quickly. Um, can we chat a little bit about dressing for Christmas? And will you give us some advice? I think, you know, like our Christmas is, you know, it's always quite busy because you know, we have the family here and um, and we, we've we always made an effort for Christmas Day because it's such a special day and it's part of the fun, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, we, we kind of get up and we have a coffee and we open kind of the part of the Christmas present and then we all then get kind of, you know, 
my husband and now does the horses you know I kind of take the dogs for a walk we come back and we change and then you know we sit down and eat about two o'clock usually um but we always make an effort as if you know um somebody you know is it um like 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 somebody's coming to see us but you know but it just make it it just makes the day a bit more special and that doesn't mean that we go out and buy you new clothes at all it's just kind of you know I think we've all got you know something sequiny or something kind of maybe the brilliant thing about Christmas day is because you're going to be with you know the your closest family and your closest friends so really it doesn't care nobody cares what you look like um but if you've got you know some crazy sequence number right which you would not be seen dead really outside the house but they have been maybe major mistakes you've done Christmas day because you know I think it's just because why not you know, let's have a fun factor why not you know what I mean so yeah. it's just making you know maybe you know wearing clothes that you wouldn't necessarily wear um you know to go out Every and hopefully kind of thing you know but it is fun to get dressed up isn't it we had a tradition um as um well yeah my family always had a tradition that on Christmas Eve we'd have a black tie dinner and so you know it would be you know bow ties and jackets for the chaps and and dresses for us and do you know what it was so special putting on a dress feeling glamorous having a glass of champagne it was just lovely. And as, you know, little children, we would we were allowed to get dressed up. I remember I had a Laura Ashley green velvet dress and I was eight. And I remember walking downstairs feeling a million dollars. And, you know, we had we were allowed to stay up, stay up a bit late and we'd eat. And oh, just really special memories of getting dressed up and making a bit of an effort and you remember the occasions when you have got dressed up and you take photos and you look back on them in the years to come and think oh you know that was really special do you know you, you're talking about you know that and I think you know what, what what I very often tell the ladies when I when I style them is if, if they've kind of lost their way whatever and I tell them listen do you know what? Just think of a really happy occasion. Well, when you were genuinely happy, whatever occasion it was, I'm sure because I you remember what I was wearing. Yeah. And not not that the clothes made the occasion, but I remember, you know, feeling brilliant in what I was wearing. It would, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something posh, but I remember having such a good day or such a good evening. And I also remember what I was wearing. So it's, it's you know, what you just said. Yeah, it, it just, it does make a difference. I think, you know, um, clothes, you know, they, 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 they can, they can be quite magical. <laughs> <laughs> they can be quite magical. Absolutely, they can. Charlie, I, Charlie, can I just ask you something? Okay, Christmas morning, do you because I, 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 I guess you are the 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 head chef in your yeah. in your house. Would you would you change to cook, or would you change for dinner or for the lunch? Well. Shall I talk you through what we do? <laughs> yes, 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 please do. 
Um, so everybody bundles into our bedroom, <clears throat> our bed with their stockings and they open their stockings. Um, not ridiculously early, about seven o'clock. We all do that together. And then it's the animals. So horses, dogs, all of that, they get done. Then I come in and shower and get ready. Now we always go to church on Christmas morning. So we then bundle off to church and then I come back and cook and I'll, I won't change. I'll stay in what I've worn for church for the rest of the day. Um, I will just put my apron on and probably put flat shoes on because you can't whiz around the kitchen wearing a pair of heels. <laughs> um, and that's, that's what we do. But a lot of our Christmas comes out of the freezer. So I've cooked so much of it in advance because when the children were little, I didn't do that. And we had some quite stressful Christmases where I was trying to be in 10 places at once and please everybody. And by the end of the day, quite frankly, I wanted to hide under the Christmas tree with a whiskey <laughs> on my knees. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm then, exactly the same. I got this system in place and I cook everything I possibly can cook in advance. Put it in the freezer. On Christmas Eve, I take it out, I put it on our kitchen island to defrost in its Tupperwares. And then I cook either the turkey or whatever we're having and the sprouts on the day. And everything else is done before. Yeah. I'm exactly and then I can the actually enjoy Christmas. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Exactly the same. Because, you know, because the first Christmas is, you know, with the children were little, as you say, it was chaos. I remember actually being feeling ill by about four o'clock because not just because I was shattered yeah absolutely shattered you know what I mean and I thought this is, this is crazy I'm sure there's got to be a better way <laughs> got to be a better way but I do exactly the same exactly the same and you know and, and and the point is you know when I tell people about this people say can you actually par cook or whatever yes you can you know you yeah. you, can, you, you can you can you can prepare everything you can healing or anything to be done no no because it's just not enjoyable and i find you know christmas eve is really busy we're mm. normally hosting people the saturday before christmas so you know there isn't time to be doing these things no. you know so the more you can do and be organized is is the way forward and I find particularly with the animals you know they take two and a half hours of my day minimum and that on top of trying to cook and look we have to remember it's a glorified Sunday roast and keep it in perspective but um on a Sunday where I'm doing a Sunday roast I'm not trying to be there to take pictures and open presents and construct something and go to church and do the animals and do this and watch well will we have a king's speech this year and also and also charlie joy joying the occasion yeah. you know what i mean because that is the whole point isn't it you've prepared yeah. you, you're trying to do all of these things and surely the point is it's just supposed to be such a lovely day and you know and I think you're quite right and everybody should 
follow your courses, like to make Christmas easy because you know it's not difficult if you kind of do the list do the prep yeah yeah exactly and I think the more prep you can put in the more enjoyable it is we're actually escaping this year and going to Italy for Christmas which is the first time we've ever been away for Christmas ever 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 we've cancelled last year and the year before because of covid but this year we are going and mm. it feels a bit weird because i'm not doing all the prep that i normally would be doing i'm still doing some of it because we've you know we're coming back um and we've got people coming over and things like that but it's not it's not the same and it feels a bit odd it feels a bit naughty well, i know that sounds is, weird no 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 because because we have the same because for the first time ever this year, um, we're going to London for New Year's Eve. And we've always been here. Um, you know, and we've had people, always friends, whatever, coming over here. Um, so like Christmas, and then you're gonna, yes, you've got like parties or whatever going on during that week, and then New Year's Eve and all that, you know, not, not like a huge budget, but just a, a bunch of friends coming over, whatever. But this year, we're all going down to London for New Year's Eve to stay with. With, well, in a hotel, but to be with my my Aaron and, and Chloe. And that feels really weird because you kind of think, okay, I've got to prep for Christmas, but then again, we're away <laughs> for New Year's Eve. So, yeah. yeah. I hope you'll have a lovely time. Oh, how exciting. So are you staying with family? Um, my cousin and his wife and children are going to be there and we're skiing. Oh, I know. So we'll be in the snow. Well, hopefully we'll be in the snow. Wow. Um, Coco, our daughter, wasn't very happy about it. Actually, when we told her that we were going, she cried because she said, we always go to the same church every Christmas um, without fail. And the children do a reading on Christmas Day. And she said, but what about church, mommy? I love, I love going to the church on Christmas. Um, and she's she did actually say today for the first time I'm really looking I'm really excited about being in the snow so she's come around to the idea but I think when you always have the same type of Christmas when you do something different it can throw everybody a little bit oh gosh yeah because it's all to with tradition isn't it yeah but I think but I think you know because because we we funny like over Covid we kind of all discussed you know because me and Gareth and Prius, we've been skiing, but Nell and Aaron have never been skiing. And we were kind of discussing, you know, what would it be like, you know, if if we went away over Christmas? And you know, maybe we'll do it. But, you know, um, yeah. yeah, it's, why not? It's only yeah, exactly. one Christmas. Exactly. Why not? And actually, the way things work this year, if we didn't go then, we wouldn't have been able to go away um, as a family skiing this year and it's something that the children love it they're good at it it's fun um and, and it's snow it's snow and it's christmas snow. is snow exactly yeah. so it will be very very magical to be in yeah. italy um, yeah. uh, and lovely to spend some time with my cousin because he lives abroad so we don't see very much of him yeah. so that will be really lovely yeah and oh, fun for children to be with their cousins yeah oh how lovely brilliant Yes. So I've got a whole different uh, packing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the agenda and, yeah. and 
presence and what we take and all of that. So yeah, I, I'm quite a lot to get my head around. <laughs> you must take your apron with you. I must, if I know. <laughs> I've got my Christmassy, I mean business apron. And when that bad boy is on, no one's messing with me. Nobody touches you. Because I think it's hilarious. Because I listened to him one day when he said, you, you have different aprons for different occasions and different kind of, you know, what you're going to tackle. I think that is brilliant. Because my mum had exactly the same. She had, oh, well, do you know the old-fashioned overalls, like yes. the, the Kinga one? She yes. had one of those, like, in a nylon, a nylon. Oh, yes, they were yeah. nylon. <laughs> and, they, and, you know, when she had that on, nobody went near her. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she was on a mission to clean. <laughs> yeah, unless I've got an apron on. Um, not, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's so funny. It's something about putting it over my head. Once it's over my head and tied up around my middle, we're off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Leave trainers on. on your shoe, with trainers on, and then you're away. Yeah, definitely. it's quite funny when when people come to the door unexpected. They might find me with my long socks over my leggings, my sort of welly boot socks, my leggings. I don't know some sort of jumper and an apron, and my earpods in because I put those in when I really mean business, and I'm you know putting on a podcast or some music to dance to while I'm cleaning or while I'm doing the housework you know it works doesn't it you get the jobs yeah. done so who cares who cares but I do find myself apologizing at least once a week to somebody <laughs> for my strange attire <laughs> oh brilliant and then I go and get dressed for the day and feel yeah. that I can face the world <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like a uniform as in for any job, you know. You you know, we all have uniforms and uniforms make make, make us feel powerful. <laughs> yeah, they do. And I think um I think our clothes are our uniform and I you know, love wearing dresses and I love wearing skirts and I love feeling really pretty and feminine, but I'm often climbing over a fence or pulling a little dog out of a bush yeah. or or don't you know and it's not practical to go walk, go for a walk in a beautiful long no. wintry dress and I think you know what what I also teach um, and the ladies is how important it is and I, I really believe this is important and for them to find their style personality as weird as that sounds and as pompous as that sounds actually means is that they find out which clothes or which style fits into their lifestyle and it is them because you know there is no point in us looking at magazines or looking on Pinterest and all that and thinking wow I you know if if it was for me I would say oh my gosh yes I want to look I, I'm going to be a boho you know, with long, flowing, wonderful white cotton dresses. You know, that is crazy. I I live in a farm. Do you know what I mean? Where we are surrounded by mud. So it would be stupid. That wouldn't be me. That would be me copying somebody else. So I yeah. think you know to find our our style, um, personality. I think it's a matter of finding out what 
we're happy wearing, whatever that might be. For this season of the podcast, we have Peachy Belts as our sponsor. Now, any of you that follow me on Instagram or YouTube know that I only wear Peachy Belts. They are just fabulous, such great quality. And the best thing about them is you can have one belt strap and you can change the buckle. It's so clever. So if you're going out in the evening, you can just put a more glitzy buckle on and off you go. And I think they make a really great gift. We have an exclusive discount code for you of Ask Charlie, and I just adore Peachy Belts. So go and take a look at their website. Um, a lot of people say, well, how, you know, they get really confused. How do I, how do I find my style? And I said, oh, listen, there is an exercise everyone can do if you're really stuck. And you can do this for two weeks. You can do this for a month, but it is quite effective, but it takes a bit of an effort. And what it is, is you get like on the back of a wardrobe, back of a door, or if you've got a, uh, like a, a, a rack, okay, whatever you wear for, you know, two weeks or a month, right? And you feel brilliant in them. Put them up on the rail or the back of the door. On the other door or the other side of the wardrobe or whatever, hang the stuff, the clothes that you put on and you either end up wearing them and feeling not great or yeah. the clothes you put on and you actually don't wear them because they make you feel really kind of rubbish. Yeah. So then straight away, you know, uh, you can see, you can physically see which clothes make you feel great, which clothes don't. And then by looking at the clothes, you kind of, you come to some sort of conclusion. Actually, this is the colors that make me look, you know, good. These are the styles that suit me. I felt really good in that. That's, you know, and then when they go shopping then, um, they know where to look or what to look for. Because a lot of the ladies I style is, because um, I go to people's houses to, to do wardrobe edits and stuff, and they have so many clothes with, and listen, I've got some of those also with labels on. Yeah. And what they've done is, they don't really like shopping. They don't really know what they're looking for um, because they don't quite know what they've already got at home because there is so much clothes all squished together. Um, so what they do is they just go to a shop, say they go to Marks and Spencer's and they see a really nice mannequin and they kind of think to themselves, well, you know, the mannequin looks good. Probably this is what's in fashion now. Let's buy the whole thing. Yeah. And the whole, the, the clothes might fit them, but they look in the mirror and think, oh my gosh, this is really not me. Because they, they don't know what they're looking what they're looking for. By doing that little simple exercise, I think that's really, really helpful in identifying what you're happy wearing. And yeah. it's the thing to do with, with, you know, being super stylish. It's just what you're happy wearing. What, what suits what suit your life now? Not yeah. what you want to be because you know I think every one of us sometimes think oh my gosh I'd like to be her <laughs> you end up buying some crazy clothes that look amazing on somebody that you know has a totally different life to you yeah 
but you know, they're not gonna work. You're not gonna wear them. Nothing, not one piece maybe goes with what you've already got. So you've just got like an, an outfit that you don't really like, which you're not gonna really wear, but also you haven't got anything to go with the different pieces because maybe, you know, maybe you like kind of neutral colors and not a lot of pattern. Then you buy this crazy pink flowery shirt, you know? So it's just, I, I think every one of us can, can just have clues, not by looking at Pinterest or whatever, but just looking at what we've already got. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, and I think that's such great advice to put the clothes that make you feel good in one area and get rid of the things that don't make you feel good. Just get rid of them. Get rid of them. People need, you know, there's people that that, that will give those clothes a lovely home. Those yeah. clothes will get used because you know, I was shocked that we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. Wow. So, you know, yeah. So, but so we've all got far too much clothes. Yeah. Because yeah. we've just, and maybe, you know, and I think, you know, what we do is, and I think we all do this, we keep clothes because maybe we've paid a lot of money for them. Maybe they've been really expensive clothes. And maybe um, it's maybe we've dressed for an occasion rather than dressing for ourselves and that is where a lot of money gets wasted in that you know we have a wedding yeah so we 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 dress so we dress for the wedding instead of dressing for ourselves so you know you buy something which you feel it is going to be appropriate for that wedding but maybe not appropriate for us and that lovely gorgeous dress that we might not actually like that much but you know it did for that wedding um it's just going to sit there so I think you know it even if it's a special occasion that we should always remember to dress for ourselves and to make clothes to think before we buy a, a beautiful dress sometimes of course it's lovely to buy a beautiful dress that's it's just a, like an occasion wear but I think a lot of times also I think we can be a bit mindful in that you know we buy um pieces of clothing for special occasions that we can restyle you know style them down like you know if you buy a dress yeah. you can put a, a nice jumper over it wear it with boots and also make clothes maybe um before we we spend on clothes that we perhaps that we are also mindful of can we wear those clothes you know throughout the year can we yeah. wear that dress ways the yeah putting layers with them and things yeah, yeah. absolutely I think that's really good advice. And actually just talk, going back to the occasion thing, you can rent dresses for an occasion. Yeah. And actually that's a really sensible thing to do. If you've got a special occasion, you know, a wedding, your son's wedding or, or what, a friend's wedding, whatever it might be, you can look at renting a dress for an occasion and it's a fraction of the price and you're not going to yeah. have something sitting in your wardrobe you've spent a fortune on that you'll probably never have another occasion because, you know, it could be, I'm just plucking this out of thin air, but it could be a wedding in Madrid in the summer and you want a beautiful floaty number that you're never going to wear again in England. Yeah. Look at renting it. And also those clothes that are expensive mistakes, sell them. There are lots of places where you can sell them. Um, 
you know, online, you can do it yourself or you can take it to a pre-loved shop. I've got a great, um, great friend up here. He has a pre-loved shop and I've given her lots of things recently to, I had a big wardrobe edit um, in September and I gave her a couple of big bags of things and she sold quite a few of the items. So I've got some money back. And then I went into and saw a jumper that I really loved from her. And I, I didn't have to pay for it. I mean, I did, but I didn't, but because I'd sold stuff, I actually yeah. am in credit. And then every, every month she'll do a bank transfer, which is so lovely. And then those items that are barely worn or, you know, there was a beautiful pink cashmere jumper, but it didn't suit me. It didn't fit very well. So I'd never reached for it. I loved it, but I just didn't put it on. And so there's no point in it taking up space in my in no. my. And I think also, do you know, like, um, if you've got, like, a special occasion, that, like you say, if you hire the main, <laughs> you know, the main thing, like the dress, whatever. And what about, you know, if, if we kind of buy a really nice bag or a really nice pair of shoes, which we might otherwise never, ever buy because they're, too expensive but you know if you buy a really nice bag or a really nice pair of shoes whatever you know those are gonna last for years to come and yeah. you're gonna wear them you can wear them with jeans you can wear them you know to cut for thin in the local pub whatever but you yeah. know by by kind of deciding you know like oh let let's yeah let's 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 buy the you know the accessories or a real nice piece piece of jewelry perhaps yes yeah exactly me. yeah and then you could and then also and also I think with you know buying nice accessories for for special occasions um you know they will last you know for years and years but also you've got the reference of well actually I bought this bag for so-and-so's wedding yeah you know 20 yeah, years later really yeah rather than having a dress in there that taking up space in your wardrobe that yeah that you're not going to suppose probably yeah. yeah I had um I've got a most gorgeous friend and when my mother died I um was chatting to her and I said oh I'm I'm coming up to London on on Thursday whatever day it was um because I need to find something to wear for mommy's funeral and she said right we'll meet we'll meet for a coffee we'll meet at say 11 o'clock and I'm coming with you so I got there we met we had a coffee together and then she said now I've got a brilliant idea we're going shopping but not for something for you to wear for your mother's funeral we're going to buy something special that you love that you can keep for years I have got out some outfits at home she lived in London for you to wear you're the same size as me and I know that you're the same foot size so she took we went shopping I bought a beautiful coat and she took me back to her house and dressed me from, she had about four different outfits for me to try on. She dressed me from head to toe. She even gave me shoes, handbag, and in the handbag, she put a pen and a packet of tissues. And she said, you'll need these. Aww. And it was so special. And then I don't have that outfit in my wardrobe of, mm -hmm. I wore that for my mother's funeral. It's not there, but I have a lovely coat that, 
I've worn lots of times. Oh. And do you know what? That coat is just a hug of friendship because it was the kindest, kindest thing that she ever did. Oh. And it was so special. And it's just, you know, not everybody's going to be the same shoe size and, and the same clothes size, but it was very, very kind and special. Oh, that's oh, that's such a lovely story, Charlie. Yeah. That is lovely. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's lovely. Yeah. It, it, it's a, an action of kindness that I will never forget. Yeah. And also, it's you know, it's just gonna remind you forever of your mother without having, you know, like you say the 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 dress that you wore for the funeral in your wardrobe is just kind of, that is such a lovely story. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Charlie. That's oh, really yeah. lovely. Yeah, I just suddenly thought about that, you know, just talking about, about clothes. And it's taken you right back, because, you know, you're, you're quite tearful now, because it's just taken yeah. you right back to that day. Just the kindness and the thought, yeah. Um, yeah. which was really special. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, what a lovely, lovely story. <laughs> I have also parted with some things that actually I felt were too young for me recently. I had some boots that were black suede with sort of studs on. <laughs> and they were just, <laughs> I just haven't, I wore them pre-COVID. <laughs> and post-COVID, I put them on and I, was, I actually felt they were too young. I felt um probably they weren't but maybe you'd kind of outgrown them yeah I, because I, I, I think you know because you know you're clearly much younger than me but you know we, some of the ladies asked me are there any age appropriate clothes and he said well not really um you know everyone can wear whatever they want but it's just do you feel happy in them? You know, yeah. if you're yeah. 70 and if you love and you rock a leather jacket and a miniskirt and fire high boot, go for go it 100 percent Do you know what I mean? There is, you know, age has nothing at all to do with, but I think what has got everything to do with it, the way you feel in clothes. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you obviously. You had lost the love for those boots, and I don't think it's nothing to do with your age. I, I think, think it just, only just worn lost them the life. Yeah, they were just. Yeah. Too, I think they were. To be honest, they were too trendy. Maybe yeah. if I was in London, exactly. they'd be fine. But actually, down here, um, exactly, they just because, because Charlie probably you know they weren't they weren't in your style personality. Yeah. They were just, you know, they were just those crazy pieces of clothes that we all have that we think, you know, you know, maybe you felt they belong to somebody else. You know, yeah. we have clothes yeah. that we think. And I sold them and somebody's very happy that's bought them. So do you know what? It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, you, you wear these clothes or wear those shoes or whatever, and they don't feel like they belong to you they belong to somebody else because it's not in your style personality um however much you know originally you love them because you wouldn't have bought them unless you, <laughs> you loved them or, or maybe maybe you bought them thinking this is 
this is what is trending out. This is what I should really be wearing. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, you know, we all do it, don't we? You know, we yeah. think, and I think that's, you know, um, by following trends and fashion, you know, it's just a bit, I mean, I've, I haven't got much interest in, in fashion and I have absolutely no interest in, in trends, but what I, but I love clothes and, you know, I love uh, the magic of what clothes um, do to people, but I think it's all to do with, you know, just embracing and um, wearing what we love. Um, and then we look like ourselves, don't we? We don't look like anybody else. We don't try to be Well, if we're wearing things that we don't feel good in, everybody can actually see you know if you're wearing something that you feel uncomfortable in you don't light up a room whereas if you feel a million dollars in what you're wearing and you walk into a room and you can hold your head up high and feel great and confident and I think we've all had moments where we've worn something and wanted to sort of maybe disappear feeling uncomfortable in what we're in yeah. and it's not a good feeling no 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 because there was there was a picture you put up um and you looked so happy and you were in a pair of boots a pair of jeans and the fleece do you know what I mean yeah. you just irradiate happiness do you know what I mean so it's like at home obviously you know you're so happy wearing those clothes and doesn't it make a difference yeah 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 it does yeah yeah just and you just just a little just a little tweaks and little things yes exactly as long as I've got my earrings in and a little bit of makeup on <laughs> I don't mind really what I wear but if it's an occasion then I do um, yeah. and actually for occasions I like to choose what I'm wearing well in advance um and, you know, for Christmas, I like to have a good idea of what I'm going to be wearing and I'll try things on. So you don't have that because I think we've all had moments. Well, I've certainly had a lot of them of, oh, my goodness, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? And you try on a hundred things and then you get into a sweat and you get into a flat and you get really stressed out. Mm -hmm. So it's about planning, planning clothes, I think, in advance for occasions but I think it's it's a good practice and <laughs> I tell I tell the ladies you know that is what I say not what I do all the time but it is you know it's a good practice even if you're not actually going anywhere but definitely if you've got to catch a train early in the morning just put your clothes out the night before you know like like I always used to tell the children put your clothes out the night before it's just it makes life so much easier in the morning where you've got a million things to do before you leave the house but at least you know what you're going to wear and you've actually tried them on yeah instead of that coming out of the shower and just that scramble to look for something and although you know you have um, <laughs> two wardrobes full of clothes but this like the moment of I have nothing to wear. I have nothing to wear. And you know, your husband is, you know, sweating conkers in the kitchen, thinking, my God, when is she gonna be ready? And you know, then you just end up putting anything and oh, you just feel terrible. And it's just that little thing, just before going to bed, maybe it'll take you five, ten minutes, but that ten minutes 
you know, it, it, it is so, so useful to do it the night before. Yeah. Than, look, yeah. I've, got a, before leave. I've got a friend who used to work in London and she used to plan her outfits on the Sunday for the entire week and have them all lined wow. up and ready to go. How organised is that? How brilliant. How brilliant. Yeah. 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 Good practice, though. Good practice. Though. <laughs> Good practice. I dress for the weather, though. If it's yeah, exactly. sunny day, then I'll put a shirt or blouse on, and if it's cold, I'll be in a polo exactly. neck. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Now I've got a question for you. I'm completely changing, changing tact. You've mentioned your air fryer a few times. Can you tell oh. us about him? Well, my. Bought an air fryer. Um, my si- I am one of four sisters. Uh, two of my sisters bought an air fryer. And I thought, do you know what? It's going to be one of these gadgets that is going to be, you know, a bit fazy. And I thought, do you know what? I'm Because obviously there's only me and Gareth now at home. So, um, and what I can't, what I couldn't get my head around until quite recently was and we had a giggle about this this Sunday because I prepared the Sunday roast like I was cooking for a crowd you know we we are we're having um the, the reheated Sunday lunch again this evening you know two days later because I can't I find it's really hard just to cook for two so yep. I thought you know what the way to do it is I've got to give this air fryer a go because obviously I can't cram everything to an air fryer there's a limited space <laughs> so um so I I bought it and um I was very lucky to be to be able to get one because apparently they're like golders now because everyone's an air fryer but they are amazing absolutely amazing I've done the whole, you know, every 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 Saturday we have a, a fry up about, you know, brunch about eleven o'clock, half past eleven. You know, I can do the whole thing, even the eggs in the air fryer. Wow, it is amazing. It is cheap. It is fast. It's easy to, easy to clean. Um, I I I can't I can't say, well, I can't I can't even begin to say how much I love it. Not for a massive family, for a big family, it's not going to work as well as it does for a uh, for you know a smaller family. But then again, you can batch cook, and you can if you've got an aga, whatever you cook, you just bung them in the in the in the bottom of the aga. That's absolutely fine. Um, otherwise, you know, put the oven on low. I just keep you know if you do a batch of sausages, put them and then follow them and put them in the bottle of the aga or uh, you know the the oven, whatever. But it's a, it's amazing. I've I've done a cake. Um, made a cake in the air fryer. I've done an, a cake and it was delicious. Wow, delicious. But they're also very um, um, reasonable to run. They're not expensive. I mean, they're, they might be expensive to buy, but the running costs are much. They're cheapest chips. They're cheapest chips because you know if if you're going to cook a cake, well, obviously you've got to unless you've got an aga. Because my my mother, you know big fan of an aga always had an aga um but you know i i haven't got an aga here but to cook a cake for example if you don't batch bake that oven is going to be on 20 minutes before you're going to put the cake in 
and that the cake's going to be in for 20 minutes, half an hour. And it's just a waste of energy, unless you kind of batch bake. I think it's, it's you know, it's, it's a really wasteful way of cooking. Mm. So with the air fry, because you cook in such a short amount of time. How long but did also, it take to cook a cake? In the um, I think about something similar about, it was about 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. But I did one of, I just did a kind of a regular um, sponge cake. Um, but my husband, because he's a baker, he's a trained baker. And what he said to me, and the cake was really lovely and, you know, moist and it was so gorgeous. But he said to me that if I put um, like water, the bottom of the air fryer. Yeah. And then put the cake on the little shelf. Obviously, that would generate more moisture Not in the air fryer yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm just experimenting because I've only had this for three weeks but honestly it is amazing the only thing is the only thing is I did the joint last Sunday and I put it in for about 150 and for about an hour and the meat was good meat because it was meat from my from my sister's farm so I knew it was a good piece of beef but after an hour, I thought, oh, yeah, it looks wonderful. Looked cool. So I cooked a slice. I thought, mm, this is not really, not, you know, like when you've got quite, quite rare beef, but it's, yeah. but it's, it, but it's, it's not tough. But this was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was quite tough and it wasn't the, the quality of the meat. It was just yeah. the way that I the cooked way it. Being cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe I just it's kind of set it for other things. Not yeah, so so I sliced it in thick slices and then put put them back in on about two hundred for about five minutes, and I mean they were they were lovely, but like we said, it's not as good as cooking a joint in the oven. But I'm gonna carry on experimenting by you know different temperatures and different timings and what what have you because I, I I'm sure there's a way of doing a joint in in the in the air fryer yeah. but what's really nice things about them but what's really nice about doing like, sausages and bacon and all that is you know normally we would do the sausages in the oven and the bacon under the grill and yeah. you know the house smells of <laughs> of, 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 of you know a fryer basically but yeah. what's really nice is your house doesn't smell of cooking yeah because so the house doesn't yeah and it's yeah. just it's just um so easy because that you haven't got all that washing up to do yeah 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 so lots of it's, amazing. it's lots been of amazing chatting to you thank you from it's been so we, we could talk for another hour we could talk for another hour well we'll have to get you on the podcast again to chat about other things in the new year but thank you so much for joining me and i am going to leave all of your details linked down below in the show notes so everybody can find you but you're most active probably on instagram would you say on instagram yeah on instagram yeah 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 so i'll leave you and if anybody you know wants my services as stylist obviously i do virtual styling um because you know 
because we can it's, it's, which is amazing so we, because we can we, because we can of course it's, it's it's lovely to meet people in real life but then again you know I, I don't where I live obviously I don't limit myself because um I've got a little seaweed actually outside because my this is a quite a funny story actually do you know when you ask or when you discuss with 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 men your your partners your husbands about doing some sort of renovation yeah. And I, I, before I had my studio, um, obviously there was clothes in the parlor, there was clothes in the kitchen, there was shoes, there was makeup, there was, you know, ring lights and all the jazz around the house. And um, anyway, so I had this idea, oh, it'd be really nice if I had a little space, a little studio. So we had an old pigsty. And um, I said to my husband, brilliant if we kind of convert to the the pink side to a little you know little studio little office and usually obviously with men this would take years and years and years they they can build a shed they can build stables in nanosecond but when it comes to kind of a little office just outside the house okay <laughs> so anyway all this happened so quickly there was plumbers there was builders there was electricians there was you know everything everything and this little studio went up literally in a few months right amazing it's amazing and there was so much you know there was so everyone was so enthusiastic about you know this studio including my children but of course thinking back the reason was because everyone had had enough of me just you know they were sitting down to watch telly say no 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 listen I'm on a live you can't or I've got four <laughs> ladies coming over to style no go out go to the other room so I think they'd all had absolutely enough for me and my stuff around the house so they were so glad to have me out in the pink <laughs> I style. love that I love that Simon um, often comes in and thinks oh my goodness what has she been up to today yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he can't turf me out of the house because I use too much of it. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous chatting to you. Thank you and sending lots of love. Thank you so much and have a wonderful Christmas. And I'm so looking forward to, to hear about your little adventure and yeah. how it all went. Yes, I'm, I, yes, <laughs> it's exciting. Well, I'm wishing you a very, very happy, happy Christmas and a great, fun new year in London. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Lovely. Oh, this has been so lovely. Thank you so much, Ali. I oh, really, really appreciate it. It's been gorgeous <laughs> chatting to you. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast, if you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that. And leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.